I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to die. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this PG and I'm down to dunk. I'm about to dunk. Good morning and welcome to episode five, nine, seven of Down to Dunk. You can find us on CLNS Media Daily Dash Radio, five PM Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. I am. Luke, joined this morning by Andrew, Slam Boo, and Taylor. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the house, oh, come on, that's right. Slam Boo. I didn't listen to you because I was. He had a really good one. Slam Boo. What'd you say? He said Slam Boo. Oh, I said Man Boo. I, <laughs> I almost said Man Boobs. <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to say. Okay, so last night. Uh, we watched a rerun of the Thunder versus Celtics here in Oklahoma City. <laughs> it was so bad. Man. It was just. It reminded me of watching a rerun of The Office, where they they go to uh, the dinner party at Michael's house. That's a good app. Where it starts out pretty good, That's a good and app. then it gets like so cringy at the end, where like. Jan's being accused of domestic violence <laughs> and like Dwight's like trying to take Michael home and Dwight still has to drop off this old lady babysitter like that's how the game and started and ended for the Thunder it was a rerun we've seen this game before it happened last year here in Oklahoma City where they played awesome in the first half and then they sucked in the second half it was so it was so classic it was a, it was I'll tell you what it was a bummer. It was. It was a bummer. <laughs> a big old bummer. It was. So the Thunder, they, they made a change to the starting lineup. So there was a little, uh, it was a leak. It wasn't a leak at all, actually. Billy said, I don't know who's starting yet. And everybody was like, oh, interesting. Because he also said, Alex Sabrinas, we don't know if he's ready to play. And so you think, oh, well, maybe he's thinking of starting Alex in place of Terrence. And then you get, it's like five minutes for a tip, and they they print out the sheet. First of all, one thing that kind of applies to the office is that the Thunder use way too much paper. The amount mm. of paper that this team uses is unbelievable. Interesting. If you are a paper rights activist, you should be <laughs> should very mad. Well, no, if you're, a pa- if you're a paper rights advocate, you're actually activist. You're actually very happy. Yeah. If you're a trees advocate. Yeah. If you're a you're tree, mad. if you're a treeman, you should be so mad because they every quarter they come by and deliver a box score on paper, sometimes two sheets of paper to everybody in the media. Who and even then everybody, uses paper anymore? I don't know. I I literally look at them and say, I have I have this thing called a computer. Everyone, and everyone and, there has one, and it shows me the exact thing you just gave me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I don't even remember. What, oh yeah, starting. So I thought Alex might start. Yeah. And instead, they moved Patterson to the bench to start Jeremy Grant, which ended up working pretty well. I like that. The defense was better. 
it was still not great. I think that we were a little bit prisoners of the moment in the fact that the Celtics missed so many wide open threes in the first half. They were zero from 11 from threes in the first quarter on good shots on shots that some of them completely wide open. Yeah. Where I thought, Oh my gosh, like multiple this this, wide open. This cannot sustain Mm -hmm. like they're not these guys, Kyrie Irving, Al Horford. These guys are not going to continue to miss these wide open shots that Thunder keep giving them. Mm -hmm. And that became the reality in the second half. The, The defense was better, but it also was not great. So I wasn't, I wasn't blown away by the defense that were playing in the first half. I think they got lucky, and then it came and bit them right in the butt in the second half. I would, I would say their their defense, <laughs> their defense in the first quarter, I thought was really good and inspired, especially when Boston was getting down beyond uh, inside the three point line. I thought that they were in really the paint, good. Yes, in the paint, they were really good. Um, I thought the second quarter started to loosen up a little bit, but that Boston was still not hitting. Right. They didn't have any kind of offense going. And then that third quarter was the most, I mean, it encapsulates what the Thunder have been for four years so perfectly. Yeah. That is like the most classic third quarter ever. Play a really good, hard first half. Uh, be up big on a good team. Yeah, and then just just, just f it. it all away. In just the third away. quarter, yeah. just <laughs> wet the bed. Yeah, they did. It was bad. Stephen Adams hasn't been good this season. I thought he was good in the first half. He's okay. I just am not. I just have higher expectations for him as far as doing the little things. I just don't. I'm just not seeing enough from him throughout these first four games. So what's interesting is what Paul George was saying about Stephen Adams the other day. Did you see this? I think it was after practice, or maybe it was yesterday. Um, but he was saying, you know, I think Steve is better, has more tools and, and more in his game than he allows himself to believe. Oh yeah, Paul George was saying it, yeah. and I thought that was really interesting. And I thought that was kind of like a nice way of calling Steve out before it's like Steve, dude, you need to do it. We yeah, need like you dude, to what be are you better. doing? Right, you need to be confident. Yeah, because there are some times when he should have taken the shot or he should have just gone to the basket. But he lo- he doesn't think that's his thing. Yeah. Also, when your superstars go twelve of forty two, yeah, that's bad. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Man, and uh, Ru- Russ was missing in the first half, but he was controlled. He wasn't just putting up yeah. bad shots. That fourth quarter was oh so gosh. bad. Ru- that okay. So here's my here's the balance I'm trying to create. I think that Billy Donovan could be a big problem for this team. Okay. But I don't think he was the problem last night. I agree. I think the problem was Russell Westbrook in the fourth quarter and them scoring one point in the final four minutes of the game and Russell having just the worst shot selection possible during that span. Yeah. When it was like tied in like the last two minutes, or really even like last minute and a half. Yeah. When it was a fast break and Russell had it and it was just blazing down the court. It's just like he's going to take... An ill-advised three right here. This is what he's going to do. <laughs> right, you can feel he's it. He's going to miss mm-hmm. it, and we're going to lose this game because mm-hmm. of what he's going to do, and he did it twice, and it was just like, ugh. You definitely feel like he's he's out of the, fl- the flow of the game a little bit. That yeah. Kings game was a little better, but that but that's the Kings. But against a team like the Celtics, who they're a good defense. They're yeah. very good, but he was out of it. He's he taking those threes. Not. You know why? Because he's freaking tired. Yeah. 
Well, and then he tries to force the two, right? Like at the very end, yeah. when they get a rebound and he's out at the three and he tries to pass it into Steve and it's like, dude, this should have, this should have been your mindset 30 seconds ago. Yeah. Like a whole possession ago. Yeah. yeah. Because last night the role players stepped up. Yeah. Even Patterson. Patterson was good off the bench. He played 17 minutes. He scored seven points on five shots. He hit a three. Wonderful. Everybody else, I mean, Ferguson even played a decent game. He only scored two points, but he only took one shot. He was a plus six in 14 minutes. He was fine. Mm-hmm. I thought Diallo, again, was really good in 20 minutes. Uh, he just makes things happen. He had three blocks last night. <laughs> He's awesome. He's good. Uh, and I thought that Alex Abrinas's minutes were key. Alex Abrinas had a huge fourth quarter yeah. because we were after that third quarter we were basically tied in the fourth quarter and mm-hmm. we built a nine point lead again. And that's thanks to Alex Abrinas hitting two back to back threes. Yeah, and then you know the offense being able to space out so that they can do something. Yeah, here's here are the problems. The Thunder just have not been able to shoot the basketball, and some of it's weirdness, and some of it is that. They just have guys that can't shoot it. And I don't know when Russell's going to get over his free throw problems. He only took five, but he missed two of them. They're 56% from the free throw line. You can't do that. And they got to the line a lot. <laughs> like it's, they, they got shot, to the line. They shot 25 free throws, which is pretty good. They've actually shot more in several games before this. But still, yeah, that's, that's a healthy number of free throws. They're 7 of 28 from three, 25%. They shoot sub 40% from the field overall. You can't survive in this NBA like this. Mm-mm. And in like if you just look at this game, it's okay to lose to the Celtics. Like that's okay. What's not okay is to lose to the Kings and the Clippers before that. And so that's what makes this game look so bad. I mean, after the game, like the sky is falling, but in isolation like this game is not all that bad to lose. The way they lost it, yes, horrible. The way they played in the second half, horrible. And I just don't, I don't know. This is, this is the same Thunder team. They look the same. Mm-hmm. They're playing the same. They're mm-hmm. playing with the same energies in the same spots that they did last year. And at the end of the season last year, we thought, oh, that's all Mello's fault. And if we just get rid of Mello, insert Jeremy Grant, insert Patrick Patterson, boom, new team, they're going to be awesome. And it's the same team. Yeah. And... To me, that's where, and I've never been one to even try to get Billy fired. And I'm not going to try to get Billy fired, but I think you have to consider it. I think it needs to be considered. Not Maybe not today, but in the future, it needs to be considered. Jay texted last night, if they lose against the Suns. If they go... Tell, tell me their next three games. They got Suns, Clippers, and then who... I'll look, I'll look it up, but the... Seriously, if they lose to the Suns, I don't think that he's going to get fired. But that's where I'm like, okay, really? we, mm-hmm. As a fan base, we may have to collectively gather and think about this. Oh, man. And say something to each other about it a lot. Because this roster, obviously there's some deficiencies in the shooting department. But this is not an 0-5 roster, especially with the schedule that has been presented to them. If this team would play with energy... The whole game, they would have two wins right now. Oh yeah, but Easily. it's like they they're not. 
none of the they won't like all collectively play hard at the same time it drives me insane it's crazy <laughs> yeah it's well and what's weird is who who are you mad at after the game like if you're the players are you mad at, are they mad at themselves have you been to the locker room I mean, I was at in the locker room. Yeah, for, that's true. There was one only game, the one for the game. Kings game. Yeah, and it was just very sad. Terrence Ferguson is yeah. all it was. So the schedule is it's as soft as it's going to be. Phoenix at home, L.A. at home, at Charlotte, at Washington, and then it does get a little bit tougher. But still, you have some you have some cake games in here. New Orleans, that's a tough game. Cleveland. Cleveland sucks. They should kill Cleveland, but I don't think they will. Then they play Houston November 8th, which I guess James Harden's back by then. Uh, Dallas, Phoenix, New York, Phoenix, Sacramento. Mm. So by that time, we're 0 and 11. <laughs> right? Holy Taylor, your mic man. sounds terrible. We're going to have to get you a new mic. Uh, give me a new cord. That's you. Uh, anyways, it's the, whole, it's the whole mic. Yeah, go go get yourself a yeah. new mic. Uh, so this Thunder team, it, they're they're frustrating. There's not a lot to explain away, but the thing you have to keep in perspective is is that they do have a three year window with this squad, and they have time to make some moves around Russ and Paul George and Stephen, uh, which is good that you actually have the time to do it. Uh, but I just don't. I think we're watching in Milwaukee, who has changed their team some. Come on, oh my gosh. Come on, man. Uh, we're watching Milwaukee who's changed their team some, but what they really changed was their coach. And they look so much better with their new coach. And I'm not saying that immediately something will change overnight if the Thunder have a new coach, but I, we're even seeing in Toronto... Like and Charlotte, like Nick Nurse is doing a really good job, and he was a guy that when Toronto hired him, everybody looked around and said, "If most people, unless you're just like super plugged into the league, welcome back, Taylor." How do I sound? You sound so, so much, much better. better. Oh wow! Uh, everybody looked around and said, "Who? Nick? Who? I've never even heard of this guy." Nick Nurse, the shark, the he's, Nurse shark, and he's great. He's been great for them, and so I just don't. I've never been one to say that the coach is the problem or the coach needs to be let go. But I think that we've seen a track record of Billy, at least in the regular season. They, they've underperformed in every regular season that he's Mm -hmm. been the coach Mm -hmm. and he had a good playoff run in 2016. That's wonderful. I thought that he coached a really bad series against the Rockets the next year. And I thought that last year was an embarrassment. And so that's the track record that we have with him. I just don't know how, how long do you give him. Maybe give him the rest of the season. And then you sit down and say, you know, next summer we, we need to go find somebody else because we have two years left basically with this crew. Because, I mean, if you're Paul George and you give the Thunder <laughs> three years, I mean, are you, I don't know. I don't know if they even wait the whole year though. They may not. Like it's his fourth year now, right? Yeah. And how long is his contract? I think that he's, I think he had a five-year deal. So after this season, he's what people call a lame duck coach. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. But that, the fourth season in a five-year contract, that's pretty easy to let go of at that point. Mm -hmm. Like considering the amount of contract money that teams waste on coaches all the time, 
And I feel like they were, they're not going to wait this season, you know, like this summer was really, the energy was really good. Paul George was in a good mood. Russ was in a good mood. Everything was kind of uh, more positive. And then you come in and it's like, just (laughs) flattening so quickly. If they lose five in a row, I would not be shocked to see the players turn on Billy and for them to get him fired. Because do you, don't you think the talk, the internal talk amongst the players is Billy already? The problem it could very well be. And the problem, because the next game is the Suns. And we said their first game, they looked awesome. They could sneak up and do damage on people because they're going to be like the Pacers last year. You don't see them coming. Well, no, no, no. They've, they've looked really sucky recently. The is Devin Booker out? Devin Booker has been out. Let me look at his status. But I hope he doesn't come back. If he if he's out, then they should beat the Suns with Devin Booker. They should beat them with Devin Booker. You have way less excuses if, if you he, lose. If they don't, it's just they're going to beat the Suns. So, man. The Suns are one and three. They're not a good team. This is a bad team. Yeah, this is one of the bad teams. But this is the point we're at with it's already bad. with this yeah. Thunder season is. It's we're bad. scared. I'm scared of the Suns now. You're scared of every team then? I'm scared of every single team. Why should I not be? He's day-to-day with a hamstring injury. He's back, he left baby. on the 24th. He's back, baby. With a strained hamstring. It, was take, it could take a week or more. Sometimes a hamstring is a lingering in injury. Yeah. So it lingers. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, you know what else is true? Anthem, beers, rule. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> true. True. They're good to drink. True. Truth. Their tap room is the best. True. true. Guys, Anthem beers, uh, just, a, just, a, just a great beverage. True. If you like beers. <laughs> and their tap room is awesome. Live music. They've got specialty beers there. Oh. You can't get anywhere else. Uh, oh, but you can now get Anthem beers like inside your local Walmart. You know, a gas station. You can get them pretty much anywhere now. You can get them anywhere. And so, if you haven't, what's your excuse? You've been listening to us talk about Anthem beers for a long time, and you got to go out and get drink one if you haven't. Do it. Support the people that support Down to Dunk. Go drink them. Go That's get, right. Go this get is a, you got just a last few weeks to get the Oktoberfest. It's true. And get out there and drink it. It's good. Do it. Seriously. Oh, we got some now on to Twitter questions. Guys, this is the thing is that you ask for Twitter questions and then they start out lighthearted and fun and they turn very dark. Because we were getting questions after the game, huh? Uh Uh-huh. So let's uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. 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 <laughs> so I, I tried to look up how many movies uh-huh had been in after Sandlot. One yeah. Time. Not Sandlot. Uh, uh Little Rascals. Rascals. Ugh, what am I saying? Um, you idiot. <laughs> God, I feel so stupid. Um not many. Or any ahead. of the kids from <laughs> Thank you. Are any of the kids from Little Rascals, did any of them go on to more fame? Bug Hall? Who? Who's what? that? Alfalfa? What did he go on to be? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Why do you... Is his name really Bug Hall? Yeah. His person name? His real name? Yeah. Huh. Anyways. Yeah. He was kind of doomed from the start. Oh, yeah. What about um Donald Trump's kid? 
in that movie. Donald Trump's kid is not in that movie. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Which, what? Well, not Donald Trump's actual kid, but Donald Trump is in The Little Rascals. Oh, really? He's yeah. the dad of the rich uh, blonde boy. Oh. Yeah. Huh. I didn't, I haven't seen yeah. The Little Rascals. Also, career was not, not great. Really? What yeah. about the kid that got a dollar? Um, he turned that dollar into a billion bucks. Follow me on YouTube. I'll show you how you can do it too. <laughs> nobody, nobody ended up doing anything. Man. Man. Maybe because they were like typecasted for the rest of their lives. That's such wasted potential. What yes. about, what about Froggy? <laughs> okay. Man, that, I can't believe that little kid had that voice already. <laughs> okay. Let's. Here we go. Uh, and we're jumping around a little bit. Okay. This is from first question from Chief Justices. He wants to know who is the first to be traded. This roster isn't close to where it needs to be to even make the playoffs in the West. <laughs> the roster is, is not the roster's not the issue to me. I agree. This team should make the playoffs in the West. I think everybody looked at the rosters before the season, and very few people said the Thunder should even be on the fringe of making the playoffs. Yeah. They're going to turn this around at some point. Um, to me, it's effort, and it's it, it's coaching. That's, that's where I stand on this. I don't think it's the roster problem. I think there will be some trade made at some point. I think one of these wings, maybe it's TLC that's not being used at all. Maybe he'll be traded for... A, a bit piece or a second round pick or something. Um, but something like that, I think will happen as far as like a big move. This is what I'm, so I'm trying to remember somebody DM me and reminded me of the trade exception that the Thunder have. And they could theoretically trade TLC to the Cavs and receive back Kyle Corver into the trade exception. Hmm. If they want to give value for Kyle Corver. Corver's older, but he's a knockdown shooter that you could bring in off the bench. Who Billy Donovan won't trust. <clears throat> he may trust him because he's old. Mm. Anyways, I think that that's something that could be done. I just look at that Cavs team and the way that they're constructed. Like they're terrible, but they have guys that can be useful. And so I kind of I look at them and think, which one of those guys? And yeah. A lot of them make a ton of money. I mean, Jared Smith makes fourteen million a year. Yeah, I mean the Thunder couldn't. They don't have the the cap flexibility. They don't have the player money to trade for a guy like that. But he would be awesome for the Thunder. Jr. Yeah, yeah, it would be fun. He would be. He would not only would it be fun, but he would be really good for this team in a lot of ways. Really? I mean, I like. I. I. Why would he not be? I'm not disagreeing He's with a you. Great I'm shooter. kind of surprised that you are this high on Jr. Smith. He's awesome. You're as high on J.R. Smith as he is high. <laughs> That's probably true. I just think that the bar, the bar is really low for what we need from what we're getting at the shooting guard position. Yeah, and so J.R. is a huge upgrade over all those dudes. Yeah, <clears throat> but the Thunder, I'm not sure the Thunder have what it takes to trade for him. You think they're going to trade Patrick Patterson? I. I I think that benching him so early in the season shows how much they value him. Yeah. And how much they believe in him. Because to me, the guy that I thought would turn it around in the starting lineup was Patterson. I thought he was going to be fine. He was going to turn it around at some point. We have a track record of him being a good NBA player. 
I don't have an issue with him staying in the starting lineup. What I did was Terrence Ferguson, who we don't have a track record of being a good NBA player. But instead, and maybe it's a confidence thing, like Patterson's not going to lose his confidence moving to the bench. He's he's not going to throw a fit. You're not going to crush him by sending him to the bench. And I think the Thunder worry about that with Ferguson. For sure. You know what was really strange was it felt like Patrick Patterson was more confident last night. Like all, all the three, all three of the shots he made, yeah, were contested. Like they weren't open jumpers. He played well. Made. He missed that shot just like over the yeah. rim. That was oh my bad. god. He's so good at missing shots at the rim. Like he's just That's his number one skill. He's an expert at missing shots at the rim. He's an NBA pro. <laughs> he's a first team All NBA. <laughs> but yeah, I I think that. I think if they could upgrade, upgrade a spot, I think the power forward would be a spot that they'd like to upgrade God, as well. Why do they like Ferguson so much? I don't know, man. They've like trapped. They put them like trapped themselves right now, right? Because they named him the starter before you know the preseason started, and so that he's earned it or whatever. And now. They are doing this strange dance of, oh my God, well, he's starting, but like they're, his minutes are getting less and less and less each game. And he's, he's really not very good, but we don't want to crush his little 20 year old soul. What other, te- like, what other teams do that? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think other teams do that. I think they're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. With Ferguson. I think he needs to go to the bench. I think you need to start Diallo or Abrinas. And they need to play all the minutes. I think if they did that, they'd be a better team. And Ferguson wasn't to blame last night. He was fine last night. He was mostly invisible. Right. He played a couple good defensive possessions. He made a, a layup. Wonderful. But he's not impactful. No. He was not a negative for them last night. <clears throat> but when you have guys that can be actually helpful to your team, it's a mis- it's a mistake. They have made a mistake with Terrence Ferguson. You can develop him on the bench. You can develop him in practice. You can develop him in eight minutes a game. But I think that they they put them put themselves in a strange position where they feel like they can't not start him now. Mm-hmm. That is wild. Our next Twitter question <laughs> deals with that, but it deals with T Ferg, and it's from at Jordan P Bing, who says. How can Billy see Grant was good enough to start, but can't see that T. Ferg is terrible? I, it, it, I, I think he sees it, but he also he he does have this weird belief in in Ferg, and maybe we don't see everything. That's a, that's also a part of this is that we have a very limited scope. Mm-hmm. Like we just see them on the floor. Some of us will see, we, see them in the All we do is room. see them in the games but that we, matter. Yeah, we see them in the things that matter. The one me. thing that matters. Trust me. I get it. I totally get it. I'm just saying that they see they see a lot more. I think, I mean, I've already told you, I think they're doing the wrong thing with him. Yeah. Um, but Billy, see, he sees more. I don't know what he's seeing. I'm not sure what it is. Um, but he should not be playing. Terrence should not be playing. And if he is playing, it should be a very, very tiny role that's manageable where he doesn't feel much pressure, where he goes in at the beginning of the second quarter, the end of the third quarter. Wonderful. You played eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Sit down. Talk to somebody on the bench about it. Mm-hmm. You know, develop him that way. Diallo's ready. 
Absolutely. And there, there was only one play last night that I think actually came from good intent. It was when Paul George was coming down the left side and was going to the basket and he got trapped underneath the basket because they played good D. And so he went to throw it to the corner, yeah. but Diallo had run in to try to get an offensive rebound. And so he threw it out of bounds, but, and so he got mad at Diallo, but yeah. that was Diallo trying to, to He's put himself into the game being in, engaged. In, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm with you. I, he's and he's a rookie too. He's going to make mistakes, but he plays with. He has more confidence. of an excuse than Ferguson does. Right? Though. Ferguson doesn't really have excuses. Ferguson to mess is up like af- that. he is afraid to make a mistake. Yeah, yeah. And when you are afraid to make mistakes in the NBA, you don't play. Yeah, and you don't end up doing anything good. No, no. You have to be confident. Yeah. If you're not confident, people you see you can see it through the television. Yeah. When guys are not confident. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. I don't think that you can just play somebody into confidence. You know? No, no. And Abrinas, I don't. I know his thing is defense. The only times I saw him get smoked last night were by Kyrie. And Kyrie smokes everybody. Everybody. And why is Abrinas guarding Kyrie? He got switched on to him. He just got switched on to him? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I just think, like, I think that the, the, the things that people talk uh, negatively about Abrinas about are kind of unfair at times because he's the only player that will take those shots and you have, you feel like can make them. He will be in the right spot. He's got great confidence this season. He should play more. Yeah. I, the only thing keeping him from playing more or that should keep him from playing more is injury. And that's Mm -hmm. it. But he has been playing more to start the season. Like he played 15 minutes per game in the seasons before, and he's playing about 20 minutes a game every time that he's in. So that is good, but we need to stop playing this game with Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Even, I'm not saying that he's like to blame for everything, but I do think that it's a problem to have even 15 minutes of a shooting guard that's not confident out there. It's not willing to take the shots that he should mm-hmm. when you have two guys that play the same position that are already clearly better. Mm-hmm. I think Billy does see that, but I also think that he has like this job of managing personalities and things like that. But I, I think that at, to me, you, you're going to have to throw that out or you're going to have to sit down with a sports psychologist or a psychiatrist or whatever to, to help Ferg because you've got to win basketball games. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to uh, win basketball games. What if he could hypnotize him? Ooh, I think he'd do it. Hypnosis. Your balls I mean, going in the hoop. Picture it. <laughs> your balls. Okay, let's Bro, go to talking about, man? let's go to our next Twitter you question. Your headphones. I you, do. Go get them. <laughs> I have an extra pair on that chair outside. Please, for the love yeah, of Yeah, come on, man. Okay, our next Twitter question comes from at Caleb underscore Jones underscore who says it's a hard subject to tackle, but are we almost to the point where a Russ Billy D Presty led organization has a hard ceiling based on philosophy, talent, and ability? I think you guys. I like how it's all all three of them now are to blame at the same time. I think we need to get rid of all three of them and just wash it all away. Yeah, the great flood. Ready? Just getting rid of somebody doesn't make things better every time. Um, They have a hard ceiling. I don't think they have that hard of a ceiling. I think they do this season. I think with this this version of the Warriors, I think everybody has a hard ceiling. 
but going forward, I don't think they do. Uh, I think they might with Billy. I don't think the, you do with Russell. I think that Russell's a top, you have a top seven player in the NBA. You're not going to say, oh, well, we have a hard ceiling. We need to get rid of him. Or Sam Presti, who has taken this team and made them into something that maybe one, probably one or two GMs in the entire NBA could have done with this roster. Everybody else, this roster would have already been torn down and we'd be looking at Zion Williamson highlights every night instead of watching the Thunder. So I do think that the problem could be Billy Donovan. I've never been inspired by his coaching. Here's a question I have for you. Personally. You're the host of a television show. Okay. Russ, Billy D, Presty are on your show. You're a British woman. Which one of them is the weakest link? (laughs) Billy. Goodbye. Goodbye. It is Billy. I think that if things continue to go terribly, and remember, this team started terribly last year, and you know who was playing on the team? Andre Robertson. He obviously just doesn't fix everything, but they started to hit a stride in January. And so you can't you can't pull the plug. I don't think they're going to pull the plug now. I don't think you can pull the plug now, but I think that you need to I think they'll give him the season. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time. It shouldn't take time for this team cuz it's basically the same team minus Melo plus Schroeder. It's basically the same team. And I think you have better wings this year than you did last year. For sure. Like Diallo's like miles better than Josh Hustis ever dreamed of being. Mm-hmm. And so there's not the that same excuse there, but I just wonder if they're going to hit their stride in December, January. I just again. don't, you just can't waste games every single year. That's why I'm saying they waste that, so many games. That's why I'm saying that there's a, there's a good chance that, that Billy needs to go. That's why I'm, that's why I'm saying that. But I'm also saying that the season is not lost because you start 0-4. It's not. A lot of people are like, well, can they even make the playoffs now? Like, okay. Everybody take a deep breath. But but I will say, like, depending on how good you play in the first half, like, before Christmas, could have a huge effect on your your, uh, playoff seating. It will have April, it will have you know? an, it will have an effect on your playoff seating. No, no question. You just can't treat before Christmas like I think even before I think even five years ago you could treat before Christmas kind of like this. Like let's figure it out. We'll win some games along the way, and then yeah. the second half of the season we'll go hard with what we know. Yeah, there's a lot of weirdness happening right now. There's, there's for not, sure. I mean, like the only teams that have gotten off to hot starts, New Orleans obviously, Nugs, Nuggets. They lost last night to the Lakers. They're four and one. The Golden State Warriors, who are going to be awesome anyways, Blazers are off to three and one. Then everybody else is either, and the Blazers are three and one, five hundred or worse. Have the Lakers played eight games already? <laughs> Feels like it. Doesn't it feel like they're the on Lakers every are, night? The Lakers are two and three. Minnesota's two and three. The Rockets are one and three. Yeah, I mean, like, not that far behind. No, I mean you're not. I mean Memphis too. I mean. The rest of the West is giving you some room for error right now. Yeah, it's not like all the all the other seven teams that are supposed to make the playoffs are already at three and zero or four and zero. I mean, there's one team that hasn't lost a game. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's room for error, sure. Um, but they've got they cannot lose to Phoenix Sunday. No. They, that you can. That's that, more of a morale thing than a yes, than a standing. Well, thing. it's even a standing thing to me because you only have so many games against Sacramento and the that's Suns. true. That's those true. are the only two teams that should be 
You need Guaranteed. to win those, especially at home. If you lose to the Kings and the Suns at home in the first five games, that's you need to fire Billy Donovan. Yeah. Oh, he, I don't. You need to. Yeah. It's okay. Stupid. If they lose, you're on fire Billy Donovan train. I will start hashtag fire Billy Donovan train. Whoa. Oh, I'll be the conductor. Choo choo. <laughs> Whoa. Cool. That's cool. I don't know if I will. Cool, man. <laughs> oh, you said no, it. you said it. Did, no, you're just fired it. up right now. You have I'm to do fired it. Up. I was so, I've been so mad ever since that Kings game. I've been so mad. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Caleb underscore Jones underscore who says, what do you need to see from the Thunder going forward that would give you confidence that they can legitimately compete in the West playoffs. Does this team even have that potential? Okay. So, right. so here's the deal. Like I, th- I think that a reasonable expectation still for this team is that they win a playoff round and that's probably about it. Right. As like the expectation. Yeah. Okay. They still, they're still going to get Dre back at some point this season. Yeah. And so as presently constructed, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the ceiling is. But if you get Dre back and he's even 80, 90% of what he was the season before, then I think that your expectations need to be raised. I think this team will be better. Um, and they'll be able to execute their game plan better. Because really what their elite skill should be is defense. And you know, you're, you're missing all these shots. Like They're going to continue to miss a lot of shots. This season, they're missing an unusual amount of shots to start the season. That's a part of of the losing is that they're just not shooting the ball well when they have guys that can shoot it that are not shooting it well, like Paul George. And Paul George is going to shoot the ball better. Like that is going to happen. Uh, but yeah, I I still think like I want to see this team with Dre. I want to see this team with a. I mean, Diallo's getting better. I want to see what he looks like come season's end. Uh, I want to see Abrinas with more confidence. I want to see even Jeremy Grant as he progresses because he got better as the season went along last year and he already looked better last night. He looked a lot better last night. He hit a corner three. That shot is so important to his game. So important. And if he can hit that even at like 33%, then that's a, a shot he needs to take every time that he's wide open. And then and he should start. If he <laughs> hits that at 33%. You think Jeremy will continue to start? I think after last night, he probably will. Yeah. That first quarter was the best they've looked, at least in two games, <laughs> since Russ has been back. Oh, which no, is a, no such question. a small, small sample size. I know that. But that's the best they've looked in a full quarter, maybe this whole year. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's all. All right, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at OKCTH underscore the basket. Who wants to know if OKC keeps playing like this? We'll need to find another topic to talk about. What will it be? Mm. Just food reviews, I think. Probably. Yeah. Restaurant reviews. That's it. What are you last night? I ate the garage last night for dinner. Oh, wow. It's good. What, what kind of fries did you get? I get the uh, garlic parmesan truffle fries. I get, Those are good. I get that too. Hey. Oh, really? Oh, the garage is great. The garage is good, man. They have a vegan uh, patty because I don't eat red meat. So they have like a veggie burger. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Your your veggie burger that you had at the press is really good. It's so good. I'm telling you, veggie burgers are good now, guys. They're not the veggie burgers of your grandparents' age, okay? They, they can be good. They're good now. I just I they're good now. I, yours were the yours was good. 
but I just would, can never see myself being like, give me a veggie well, why burger. Well, if you eat red meat, why would you get a veggie burger? Exactly. <laughs> why would you do it's that? It's like uh, Parks and Rec, where they had, like, where they had the cook-off. Yeah. Ron Swanson. Oh, yeah. And it was like, here's this. It's got this and this and this time. He's like, what's that? It's a hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is much better. <laughs> All right. What'd you guys eat for dinner? What did I have last dinner? night? Yeah. I had Carl's Jr. in my car <laughs> on the way home from Stillwater. What from Carl's Jr.? A what du- the double what's... Western bacon cheese. Oh, Come man. on, man. Western it's, bacon cheese. It is <laughs> the best. Carl's Jr. is criminally under- underrated. But it's criminally overpriced. It is very expensive. <laughs> it's <yeah>. so expensive. <laughs> it is very expensive. Uh, it is, they, they used to have a thing. You remember when they came out with like, this is our $6 burger. Oh my gosh, it's so big and thick. Yeah. Well, now yeah. they're all, all of their burgers are $7. Yeah. I mean, they're, it's expensive. But guess what? Worth every penny. Wow. What'd you eat? <clears throat> I had a bowl of oatmeal before my radio show. <laughs> Wow. And then, and? and then I went to Andy's Frozen Custard after my show. That's what you ate for dinner? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. How are you even here right now? What do you mean? You should have disintegrated into sugar dust. Okay. Let's move on to our next <laughs> Twitter question. I shared it. it. Amy and I shared it. After. It comes... Got, apple, apple pie. Concrete. I'm saying you. that's not a lot of substance. Or sustenance. Sustenance. What's the right word there? Oh, sustenance. Oh, sustenance. Uh, oatmeal gives you the sus. Well, okay. It gives you the sus? It gives you the sustenance. Blueberries in the oatmeal. Okay. Nutrition. Nutrition. Yeah. Okay. There's so many questions about firing Billy Donovan. Just don't ask them. We don't have to do all those. We've talked about this. We've we've already talked too much about it. If you you see a question that lightens the mood a little bit. Here's one. That's why why we're talking about uh, food. Okay. Okay. Here's one. It's from at jbug underscore underscore. Who says, what is this team going to do on offense when Robertson comes back? Same stuff, Ben. Same stuff. It's just going to be executed a little better because Robertson's just more experienced and knows what to do with his skill set. And I, I get the question. Yeah. Where it's like he's theoretically worse on offense than Terrence Ferguson, right? And in like overall skill, like if you were to have their little slider things on um, yeah. NBA 2K, his his slider would be further along on shooting than Robertson's. But Robertson was playing really well within the offense last year. He's moving the ball. He's getting to the rim. But yeah, I mean, it's it gets tough if you're going to want to start Jeremy Grant and you have Russell, non-shooter, Robertson, Paul George, non-shooter, uh, Jeremy and then non-shooter Steve. I mean, you have one guy that can shoot a three that mm-hmm. you feel good about mm-hmm. in that lineup. You just have to, you have at that point, you have to shut people down. Yeah. And then you have to like manufacture just points in ways that uh, you have to you play have, fat. You have you, to play twice as fast as everyone else. And you, have to, and you have to move the ball and they have to be moving like Dre and Jeremy and Paul have to move the whole time. I yeah. Thought, I thought you said you have to play fat. You have to play fat man. You gotta, you gotta like, get thicker. What is that gonna be like? <laughs> <laughs> so much Raymond Felton on the court. Uh, okay, guys. Speaking of Raymond Felton, like he's not playing. Uh-uh. No. At all. No. I'd prefer him to start at two over Ferguson. Durr. 
<laughs> All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at Cody, son of Steve. Who wants to know, what's your go-to snack for snack time? <laughs> oh, mine, mine right now? Yeah. Grapes. Grapes. Yeah. Grapes are good. What color? Purple. You don't like green? Ooh, I like green. I like green, too. But purple right now. Okay. Wow. How many grapes are you eating in one sesh? 37. Wow. Whoa. Wow. You're eating a lot of grapes. <laughs> I love grapes. Do you, uh, do you, do you, like you have them, you know, on the grape, uh, vine, vine. Do you, do you pick them off and eat them or do you eat them like the Greeks do? <laughs> yeah. Do you lay down on the ground and yeah. eat them? Or just a toga and have your kids fan you? No, we're usually sitting down to watch TV at the end of the day. Go get yeah. myself a bowl of grapes. Do you, really? On sale at Aldi right now. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, what's your go-to snack time snack? Oh, man. Uh, Oreo Thins right now. Ooh, which kind? Just nor- straight up Oreo Thins. Okay, they're so good. Not enough stuff in them. No, they're, be- they're better. They're, they're really? better. Yeah. yeah the, the, I don't know what it is. The thin cookie is very good and the, and there's thin icing but thin the icing. ratio seems a little better really i yes. think just like with less cookie you don't need as much icing and the the flavors oh. uh it really takes me to flavor i'll believe you um what else do i eat that's where you're trying to get a snack time uh, it's i like flavor the town. i like the yeah. mint i like the mint thins. yes the mint thins are yeah <laughs> those are good what are you in snack time i'm going one olives stuffed with jalapenos what olives olives stuffed? stuffed with jalapenos freaking great are they like a you, jar of you them get that yeah. in a jar yeah no oh. yeah a jar they come with stuffed pre-stuffed are you eating those every day uh i eat them all the time yeah in my really? in my the only food in my refrigerator i've got a ton of olives go get one you can have one what a weird snack. Have one. do you good. like olives enough to eat them andrew I just want to see them. he says yeah he just on the door on them. the door on the door yeah, hmm. I've got olives, just regular olives, olives stuffed with uh, kind of like a feta cheese, and olives. Have one. Have it's one, an empty jar. One. I will have say one. this: that jar is almost empty. I know. I gotta go get more because they're freaking great. There's a new jar. Yeah, I hate Another olives. Jar. I don't know why. I, I hate olives. olives. They're great. Okay. Pepperoncini. Pepperoncinis are good too. Pepperoncinis are good. Okay. Another great snack time snack: pickles. So you like pickled Boom. things? Pickles. Yeah, love things that have been pickled. Huh. I guess you know why? Because they're so good. I mean, they are. They are good. It's a and beers and beer and beers. Luke's Luke's refrigerator has <laughs> pickled six things. different pickled things and beer. Uh huh. Well, that's, that's a fact. I just my life. I just checked. That's, here's the other that's thing all the that dinner. I really like popcorn. Yeah, it's always good. I've got a good I've got a good seasoning. It's called a duck salt. <laughs> what duck salt are it's you sure right are you sure it's not duck butter i call it duck butter <laughs> but it is actually called duck salt and i had been looking for it for like two years because i ran out i found it online bought it wow it's great That's good it's so good hmm. okay Here's a question. If the Thunder formed a band, and we all, okay, it's from at Drew Kerr17. He, he wants to know if the Thunder formed a band, we all know Steve is playing the guitar. Who else on the team makes the band, and what instruments are they playing? Is Steve playing guitar? He plays the guitar. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Steve, but I think he's, he's on the drums, though. Steve? Yeah, he's better on hair? The I don't know. Just right. attitude, general attitude. 
he looked good behind a drum kit. Yeah. Kawhi being on drums for the Spurs really rocked my world. It really changed up my whole perspective on like what, who musicians can really be, you know? Alex Sabrinas on the bass. Okay. Yeah. He looks okay. like a bass player to me. It's uh, the chop. It's, it's the, the ch- uh, facial hair. It's the chops. Yeah. Uh, I think Russell's your front man. Lead singer. Yeah. I think Paul George is like a rhythm guitar player who has some pretty good licks. See, I yeah. I put him on on just guitar. He's just doing the solos. That's what he just said. Is that rhythm guitar? Yeah, but I said solos? rhythm guitar. I don't know that he's. Purpose. Yeah, I don't think that he's he's a solo man. He's not your Eddie Van Halen. Bond. Here's the important thing: is that in this band, Alex Marinas does make up like Wes Borland from Limp Bizkit. <laughs> <laughs> he's a the wild. Bass player? Yeah. No, no, no. Wes Borland was the. He was uh, a bass player. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was a guitarist. No, he was not. He's the bass player. I promise. For Limp Bizkit? Yes. I love Wes Borland. <laughs> Wait, what's the name of the guitar player then? I, who, no one. The guy, the guitar player for Limp Bizkit who wore all the makeup. No, he's the bass player and he wore all the makeup. No. It's Wes Borland. Yes. I'm sorry. You're wrong. You're so I'm wrong. Right. Wes Borland is the guitarist he's, for Limp Bizkit. He's the guitarist. God. Yeah. I have, I have visual evidence of him playing the guitar. Yeah, no one knows the name of the bassist for Limp Bizkit. Literally no one. But I love West Borland. Actually, the bassist name for Limp Bizkit it's is... also West Borland. No, no, it's Limp Bizkit. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> the band is named after him. Wow. What's up, Limp? Hey, Limp. <laughs> Mr. Biscuit. You know, you have a good name. <laughs> I love that name. You know who's the lead guitar player? Dennis Schroeder. Because he's yeah. Dennis oh, Shredder. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's and he's from Germany. He's yeah. like this Euro man. He's oh, got the yeah. hair. Totally. Hey, let's. Uh, this isn't a Twitter question, but it should be. And I don't know why you guys haven't asked it. Who should all the Thunder p- people be for Halloween? Because Dennis should should be Shredder from Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. 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 Do you have any more than that, or are you just saying that? I'm just saying that. Okay, good. Next question. That's mine. <laughs> no, but here's another question. Are I'm they, not prepared for this. Are they going to have the Halloween party? It was always Nick Collison's Collison's. birthday. They would have... No, they're not going Mm. to. Terrence Ferguson uh, comes out with an egg shaker on one song. He's an egg shaker? Yeah, and he comes out for an egg shaker on one song and then leaves. Who's on keys? Patrick Patterson's on keys. Patrick Patterson's on keys. (laughs) And he only plays synth chords. I love that. He has really small uh, sunglasses that he wears. Oh, man, you know who really plays the bass? It's Ray. It is Ray. It's totally Ray. <laughs> Here's the question. Does he play it really up high or does he play it really down low? Like mm. uh, No, he's he's just a reasonable man. Just Yeah, you're right. Just solid bass. Just solid rhythm bassist. Yeah. Man, do you, I, I, I'm up high when I bass. Oh, you're a, you're Rage Against the Machine bassist. Oh, yeah. I'm not a fan of those, oh, yeah. those basemen. I'm a big fan of those basemen. What about, lo- do you like the when they have it? If you're playing the bass, you either play it really high or as low as possible. Like the, cor- how- like the guy from Corn who yes. like. <laughs> how long your arm can go down, that is where your bass should be. <laughs> and then a foot lower. All right, next yeah. question, please. Okay. Let's see. Our next Twitter. Qu- oh, Andrew. This is from, this is, you're going to hate this or love it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's from at in stins zero zero who said due to the beginning of this year, are you even more angry about the Ferguson pick? OG not pick. 
it was it's a it was a mistake from the day that it happened. Yeah, if OG Ananobi was the starter for this team, God dang it, you'd be feeling a lot better. Yeah, it's is a mistake. It's a huge mistake, and the and they're doubling down on their mistake by valuing for valuing Ferguson so much. So, yeah, I'm more mad, but I'm healing. Good, you know. <laughs> Acceptance is the first step. I don't know. To acceptance. Uh, to acceptance. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> the only step one could say. <laughs> Guys, I have another question for you. Before that, I want to talk to you about Oklahoma Shirt Company. Okay. They got good shirts, and they will help you if you have an event and you need t-shirts. Youth group, book club, bachelor party, a shirt just for yourself that has your face on it. They can do it. And they it, could. And they are great. Anytime we have a down to dunk shirt or apparel that we need made, we go straight to Oklahoma Shirt Company. Straight. They've got their shirt of the month club. $10 a month gets you a new shirt every single month. Signing up for that service gets you an introductory shirt. It does. Two shirts for the price of one. You can get a shirt with West Borland's face on it. That's true, and you should. Because he's a great bassist. <laughs> and they also have Oklahoma Shirt of the Month Club, Texas Shirt of the Month Club, Kansas Shirt of the Month Club, Missouri Shirt of the Month Club, other states, I assume. And if you're up in a state that doesn't have it yet, just talk to them. They'll make you a new shirt every month for, I'm sure, a reasonable price. So they're great. They're a pleasure to work with and uh, support those that support us. Guys. I have a final question for you. Who are you miffed and piffed? Miff, 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 miffed and peeved. Uh, are yeah. you guys miffed? Oh, sorry. And are you guys peeved? I'm miffed. What are you miffed about? So, this is like almost fitting. So, watching the Thunder game at my house, the game ends, and then almost seconds after, power goes out of my house oh man i go outside and like when power goes out in your neighborhood like people just go outside yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's what we do that's true and it was only it started at my house and just down the street but then like my next door neighbor oh my god my other next door neighbor did have power and across the street did have power there's like six houses on our street and then behind us uh I was a little miffed and a little peeved. Come to find out, it was ants in the transformer eating away at these power line thingies in the transformer. What? Yeah. How'd you find this out so quickly? Neighborhood Facebook group. How'd they know? <laughs> Neighborhood Facebook group. Wait, 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 wait. I have questions. What? How did they find out? So who found out? Well, the og and had to be in their backyard. Oh, they came like last night. Oh, yeah. That's so fast. did you get power back on last night? Oh, yeah. How quickly? Um, Pretty quickly. So I couldn't be too miffed hmm. or too peeved. But still. That's great. Cause, uh, I guess it's not too cold yet. Because when, like, deep, like in December. Oh, yeah. Oh, out. man. Guess what? You get cold. You'll die. Yeah, you, you could. You could. Your entire family. 
possible. Frozen. Could freeze. Found it. Found it all frozen. Could freeze and wake up. I was already miffed about the now. game, and then just like immediately, just like everything's off. Oh, and whenever man. the you just forget how dark everything gets whenever there's no power. Oh yeah, that's true. Do you have bring out the candles? It's very dark. I mean, no. I you did have a full my... moon last night, at least. Thanks for listening to our podcast. That's spooky. Uh, yeah, people used to just only use moonlight <laughs> to, to guide themselves at night. Pre-fire. I'm talking pre-fire. I literally get confused every time I'm driving. 